Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with Bruce McCandless III. He's the son of an astronaut who will be honored as part of the Army-Navy game, which takes place on the 10th. I suppose, first off, I want to ask, how did the honoring of your father come to be? Well, um, that's a good question. I, I'm, I'm not sure I know the, uh, the inner workings uh, at, the, at the Naval Academy, but uh, I was contacted uh, along with the... Um, uh, my stepmother uh, for you know for, for permission to use the image uh, of, of my dad uh, Bruce McCandless II flying around in space in the man maneuvering unit the jetpack uh, and then of course we were we were happy to give uh, permission uh, and uh, shortly thereafter the academy shared some some uh, mock-ups of the helmet you know the design and, and uh, it looked fantastic and and uh, and so we're all on board and enthusiastic. I think it's an attempt by the Naval Academy to to uh, to show the link between uh, uh, service in the Navy and the Academy and, and a, a possible career uh, with NASA and space exploration. And that's something my dad certainly would have been all you know 100 percent behind. Before your father became the first person to do an untethered spacewalk, he had been a longtime NASA employee doing communications. How? Uh, how did he move from Capcom to untethered flight? Well, that's a that's a uh, that's a good question. I, I uh, actually have written about that in my my, my book, Wonders All Around, uh, uh, about about uh, uh, about my dad and about the space program. He he started uh, with NASA in '66, and and shortly uh, thereafter uh, started working on what was then called the Astronaut Maneuvering Unit, which was. Uh, uh, an, an Air Force uh, project um, for, for a jetpack that, that actually went up on uh, on one of the early, uh, I, th- I think it was Gemini 9. Uh, Gene Cernan was sent to test it uh, on that mission, but wasn't able to do so. And, and um, my dad and a guy named Ed Whitsitt were sort of assigned to this, this project that was a little bit of a backwater for NASA at the time. But they spent a lot of time and, and effort in uh, developing the jetpack, and, and uh, finally, as you say, in 1984, after 18 years at NASA, uh, he finally got a chance to uh, to test it out. His is the voice of Bruce McCandless III. He joins us this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Bruce McCandless II, his dad, will be honored as part of the Army-Navy game coming up this weekend. And the book is Wonders All Around, where Bruce takes a look back at his father's fabulous career of service to our country. As a young boy, how were you, how aware were you of your dad's job? You know, um, aware, but, uh, you know, where I grew up, just about everyone was involved in the space program, so it, it did not seem like an unusual thing. And, and uh, uh, I grew up uh, around the kids of, of astronauts who, during the Apollo program, were going out and doing amazing, uh, amazing things in space. And and uh, you know, Dad had to wait a long time for a space flight, so he seemed like a uh, he, he seemed like an astronaut, but but uh, he wasn't one of the glamorous astronauts. So we. Uh, <laughs> So, so we focused on baseball instead, and, and, uh, uh, and until he got his uh, his shot at uh, his shot at glory. What was your dad like away from work? What was his? Did he have other hobbies? Was he theologically inclined? What was it like being around him? You know, he was he was not theologically inclined. I'm glad you asked that question. He was a, a very driven sort of person who was always uh, on, always focused, 
not not in a social sense, but in a sense of always wanting to be productive. And uh, uh, among his hobbies uh, were building computers and television sets, uh, and oddly enough, rehabilitating uh, uh, injured uh, birds, injured wildlife, and birds in particular. Uh, he was he was even in his hobbies, he was very ambitious. Uh, and uh, it was exhausting at times because uh, my sister and I and, and my mom, of course, my long-suffering mom, uh, would be drafted into these efforts, and we'd, we'd, we'd help him to create a habitat for an injured loon uh, that we made in the garage, and we'd help him feed the uh, the baby owls and the uh, the injured hawk that he uh, he rehabilitated. So, so he was uh, he he was kind of hard to keep up with. I'll say that. Hearing Voices with Scott Watson is available 24 hours a day at whtc.com. We're also on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you access high-quality entertainment. And we're easy to find. You can email me at hearingvoicesradio at gmail.com. The book is Wonders All Around by Bruce McCandless III, and his father, Bruce McCandless II, will be honored as part of the Army-Navy game this weekend. Were the astronauts close to each other away from work socially did they get along what was that like yeah good, good question I, I think I think some of them uh, did and some of them became close especially during the the, uh, the, the the shuttle program there were lots of social activities I know of but but my dad was was not a particularly sociable person and, and uh, although he he uh, esteemed his colleagues and, and thought of Deke Slayton almost as a godlike figure uh, he was not. Uh, he was not particularly uh, chummy with with any of those guys. His best friend was probably an engineer named Ed Whitsett, uh, an Auburn-educated uh, aerospace engineer with whom he worked on the uh, the Jetpack project for for many years. Um, but but generally speaking, uh, he he wasn't. Uh, he didn't go out and and uh, have dinner or, or drink a beer with the guys very often. He was uh, he was very focused on on work. Uh, and occasionally, uh, occasionally we'd go out and uh, go on vacation, that sort of thing. But he was very work-centered. I know a crystal ball can be a dangerous thing. If your dad were to look at the ups and the downs of the space program over the last 35 years, what would he say? Uh, he, he, you know, he would be tremendously excited about things like the, uh, you know, the DART uh, project where we, we basically... Uh, launched a projectile at an asteroid and managed to deflect it from its course. Uh, and he'd be super excited about the Webb Space Telescope. Uh, you know, Dad worked on deploying the Hubble Space Telescope, so he was, he was very big into the scientific benefits of, of space exploration. I think he'd be uh, a little bit disappointed that the jetpack hasn't found further use. Uh, as you may know, the MMU was sort of adapted into this sort of uh, a smaller uh, device called the SAFER. Uh, which the astronauts now wear on their uh, on their spacewalks on the uh, International Space Station is sort of a life vest with uh, with nitrogen uh, jet propellants that will help a astronaut get back to the space station if he ever becomes untethered. Um, but but uh, he was always optimistic, always excited about space, and, and I, I think he'd be um, I think he'd be excited about all the things that are happening now. If you're a fan of space, we are. The book is Wonders All Around by Bruce McCandless III. Thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. Oh, thank you, Scott. It was a pleasure.